Hello and welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm digital editor Hannah Bubser. In terms of improving business practices and finding new opportunities for success, this industry has a lot to offer, but don't take my word for it. For today's episode, I spoke with Kevin Davis of The Quick Lube Expert. Keep listening to hear this insightful interview. So can you give our audience an overview of who you are and what Quick Lube Expert is? Absolutely. Um, you know, so my name is Kevin Davis. Um, I, first and foremost, I'm a Quick Lube owner and operator. Uh, started in the Quick Lube industry in 1994, you know, building one location. And uh, over 28 years, we were able to grow to over 25 locations operating in four states. So as a Quick Lube owner and operator, you know, learning just by jumping in, you know, just jumping in the water and, and you know, treading water for a while, sinking a few times and learning to swim, uh, you, you get a lot of experience over those years. Uh, as we got started, you know, into the industry, we got really involved in the industry association, the Automotive Oil Change Association was afforded the opportunity to um, serve on their board of directors. Eventually, we became one of the instructors for the uh, management certification course. Ended up teaching that course for a little over 12 years, you know, all the major cities across the United States, several times across Canada. But during that time, uh, you know, being involved in the association, going to the conventions, um, just being involved in uh, the National Oil News Magazine when needed, you make so many contacts and people start reaching out to you for, uh, you know, advice and questions and resources. And and during that time, I found myself continually fielding calls of people that were trying to find some resources. Uh, So uh, we ended up decided that why don't we create an online community um, that we can make it available for people to jump on and see these things uh, without, you know, having to feel obligated to call. Some people would wait for a while to call and they say, we didn't want to bother you. So that's kind of where Quick Lube Expert was birthed from, was just, um, you know, fulfilling a need that people were asking for. And from that, uh, we were able to, you know, put a lot of resources online that they can, you know, jump on online and, you know, find some of the things they need. Uh, we have email support and they can still call us. Um, you know, Quick Lube Expert to me, is what I wished I would have had when I started. Because when I started, you know, I started before Google, started before the internet. Uh, you had the trade magazine that you could, you know, get once a month that you get some information from. Uh, you had an industry association, you know, trade show once a year that you go to and get some stuff. But other than that, you was kind of, you know, on your own just doing research and digging. So uh, to me, Quick Loop Expert was just a kind of a one-stop shop of what I wished I had when I started. And can you explain a little bit more about what that online community looks like, what some of those resources are, and what some of the offerings are from Quick Lube Expert? Absolutely. And Quick Lube Expert now is, is we're, we're just uh, almost at the two-year mark, and it's really evolving. So when we started, we didn't know what we didn't know, and we really didn't know exactly what everybody was going to be needing. We was just trying to, you know, respond to some of the questions that we were getting and phone calls and emails. So what we ended up coming up with 
was this online platform that people could do a monthly membership or an annual membership. And, and each month, if you're on the annual membership, you would get like past resources plus new stuff drift every month. On the monthly, you just get a drip each month of some things. So inside of that uh, Quick Loop Expert membership uh, is, uh, you know, from it's pretty much there's, there's several different things that we we look at in there. You know, one of the one of the really nice things that we do is an industry specific training video. So and it'll be somewhere you know 15 to 20 30 minutes. Uh, it might be on goal setting. It might be on employee engagement. Uh, we created a vendor spotlight in there that we we let vendors kind of have like their own little. Um, uh, if somebody's looking for a resource or looking for a particular product that they might go in there and find somebody just speaking about that so they can learn more about it without you know making a phone call making that connection we have safety briefings in there which you know the if a member can print those off and it's a it's a you know 10 minute or less safety training that they can do each month with their team uh, standard operating procedures product equipment reviews tech bulletins shop maintenance minutes uh, it and uh, communication system tips so uh, just a lot of different little resources, depending on what they're looking for, uh, that is inside of that membership for just like the monthly resources. Now, also in the program, uh, there is, uh, you know, the online is kind of self-paced and you get unlimited email support with that. So if someone uh, is part of this um, this membership or this community, they can just send an email at any time and ask for something. And we've probably got a resource that we can just email them if they can't find it in there. Then we also do inside of that we also do what we would uh, call some uh, uh, one-on-one coaching or mentorship opportunities uh, to where we do you know one-on-one calls with people we have a few clients that we do a couple calls with a month and as they're working through different projects or, or you know maybe writing their uh, you know standard operating procedures we just kind of work through that with them um, you know pulling from our resources of our you know 28 plus years of experience in there to share with them and then we also have inside of the uh, program we have the um, you got the membership you have the, the inner circle is something that we've, we've just tested the waters with we've done a couple of virtual masterminds on that and that is just we'll have about six to eight operators and we'll just get on a we've been doing a virtual um, with with everything going on and we just jump on that uh, phone call and we talk about a hot topic we we have other owners operators that are sharing and they, they can share some of the things they're going through um, and then we the QLE a live event that we've got uh, you know it's got postponed a few times due to COVID we're hoping to get that back on the calendar and schedule if not this fall early spring and then we do on-site visits if someone would like for us to come out and spend a day or two with them and just kind of you know have a fresh set of eyes uh, just a new outlook on some things maybe that they it's not that we would know everything but sometimes a fresh set of eyes can see things so you know there's a lot of different um, you know programs and opportunities within that. Uh, one of the the most recent things that we've rolled out and it's just brand new is, is the Quick Loop Expert Community, and it is a uh, like a social media platform just for the Quick Loop industry. And it's where you know you can join if you go to QuickLoopExpert.com, click on the community, uh, you get a free membership into the basics of the Quick Loop Expert, but then you get to sign up for that community. And inside of there, it would be kind of like any other social media you have. You can post pictures, post different things, ask questions, and you know, brand new. This thing's just getting kicked off, and, and you know, members are starting to sign up and get that. So that, I think that's going to be a really great place for people to kind of network and, and connect and share ideals as well. So you know, several different opportunities there. You know, throughout Quick Loop Expert. 
And why is it important for Quick Lube operators, in your opinion, to seek out resources such as the ones that Quick Lube Expert offers? Yeah, but I think when when you're when you're a quick lube operator, owner operator, uh, you have to you have to continually stay up with your game. And it's kind of like I always tell people: it's hard to uh, give people water from an empty well. So it's hard for you uh, to continue to give out to your team members and your communities and your customers if you don't have somebody else pouring into you constantly. So whether it would be quick lube expert, whether it would be uh, there's so many different resources. Our industry is one, of, in my opinion, one of the greatest industries there is. You know, we've got a great trade association, the Automotive Oil Change Association, that there's a lot of things that you can you know, attend the annual convention. They have the manager certification course. Uh, they have an online, you know, tech academy that you can use. Uh, you know, of course, you know, National Lube News. I mean, it, it's an amazing, you know, we, we love the, the industry magazine and it's even now ever evolving with not only do you get the print copy, but it's continually, you know, your articles, you're getting new things, you know, seems like I get stuff from you daily. Uh, just staying up to date with what's going on. So I think that if you're going to be relevant in this industry and you're going to be sustainable to continue on, uh, you've got to reach out and seek these resources to continue to develop and grow yourself. Uh, so, you know, new cars are coming out, new, you, the way you find cabin air filters, the, the different oil uh, things that you have now, all the different oils. And the, uh, these are all things that if you're not staying up to date, you can catch yourself, you know, in a situation in your shop that you're sitting there looking at something that you don't know how to handle. Uh, but when you start taking advantage of these resources, you create a network, you have a lot of resources you can look up yourself, you have people you can call. So I think it's very important for you to for you to run a very, uh, you know, an efficient, uh, profitable, uh, safe shop uh, is to, you know, take advantage of all the resources that are available, whether it be Quick Lube Expert, the Nolan Magazine, the Association, plus, you know, many other resources out there. And you've established a really wide variety of resources for operators, but looking at all those across the board, what do you hope are some of the biggest takeaways that operators get from these resources and this community that you have worked to establish? So to me, the biggest takeaway is relationships, you know, whether you know, we, we can give you all kinds of resources. We can give you stuff that you can look online and find yourself. But to me, the biggest takeaway is getting involved, connecting with other owners, operators, managers, technicians, uh, and building that relationship that when you have something that comes up, that you have someone you can call or someone that you can reach out to, you know, when you, maybe you think you need to try a new product, it's good to be able to call a few people and say, Hey, have you tried this product before? What, what, what are, what are the pros? What are the cons? What, what did you like? What did you not like? It's good that when you get a trouble or a problematic vehicle in to have somebody to reach out to. So to me, the biggest takeaway is, you know, getting involved and taking advantage of all these resources. But, you know, I can't tell you the times that I have read an article in the NOLA magazine that somebody just spoke to me. I mean, you spoke to me through that article that I have, you know, traced them down through social media, LinkedIn or something and sent them a private message and said, Hey, would it be possible for you not to have a phone call? I'd like to ask you a few questions and go a little deeper. And one of the things that I found in this industry is I don't think I have ever been told no by anybody that I've reached out and asked to help me with something. So, so I think the biggest takeaway is, Take advantage of these resources and then reach out to people. And the answer is always going to be no if you never ask the question. 
so I think you'll be surprised when you start asking people and people love to share. They love to help. They love to add value. And so the biggest takeaway is build those relationships, make those connections and just maintain them. Um, across the automotive aftermarket, we've heard a lot about training uh, and how staying up to date on that is becoming really crucial for shop survival. I'm wondering what you think from a quick lube perspective, why should operators participate in as many training opportunities as they can? You know, once again, you know, we're, we're in the preventative maintenance business and automotive industry that is continually evolving. I mean, we're seeing things change so much. I mean, I've been in this industry now for almost three decades, and the, the drastic change from the time I started till now has just been you know, tremendous. And we have so many resources out there. You know, we've, we've mentioned the, the Nolan, we've mentioned the AOCA, we've mentioned Quickly Expert. We have got so many vendors that are in this industry that have, you know, they have training programs as well. They have experts. They have, you know, people that you can call. They have training videos. So I think that as new things come out and things evolve, that if you're going to stay relevant in this business, if you're going to stay profitable, if you're going to stay efficient, and if you're going to maintain a quality service to your customers, it is very important that you, you stay up on your training. And I think it's even more important now because it seems like technology is evolving so much faster now and, and you can get behind a whole lot quicker. Uh, you know, several years ago, you got a little behind, you could catch up quickly. Now there's so many new things that are coming, uh, you know, just we're bombarded on every hand. But I think it's very important that just take advantage of all those training opportunities. They're there. I mean, it's, it's kind of like if, if you want training, you can find training. I mean, I know that, uh, you know, several of the chemical companies, uh, you know, Joe Farr and the group at Full Throttle have an amazing Tech U program that takes you to a lot of those services, you know, full. Um, then you have the True Brand group that has great online resources. And I, I'm just naming a few, but I mean, most all these companies that are in our industry are going to have these trainings. And, and that's what their expertise is. So they're, they're focusing on these new, you know, if you get a new vehicle, they're, they're already training and researching how to do that sort on that so instead of you trying to learn that yourself or figure it out on your own and recreate the wheel why don't you just you know take advantage of those training opportunities stay up to date stay current so you can continue to offer your customers a quality product and a quality service at a fair price and your role requires kind of staying up to date on a lot of industry trends and changes and i'm wondering from your perspective what you see as some of the biggest challenges in the industry today or what kind of feedback you're hearing from operators about areas that they have to navigate in today's industry? Once again, that, that's in a, a broad variety, a broader variety of things, especially, you know, we, we went through a pandemic, uh, you know, recently that really changed things. We went through supply chain shortages. We went through labor challenges. So, so I think that, you know, a lot of the things that I'm hearing out there now are people are still trying to navigate through, seems like the supply chain is, is somewhat improved. I mean, I think there may be some few items that people are still struggling with a little bit. So some of the oils and some of the additives that are there are still a little bit of a challenge to get maybe the brand you want, but you may have to substitute another brand. Um, once again, attracting and retaining those quality team members. You know, that's kind of a, a challenge, but not only for our industry, but for everywhere. Everybody's competing for the same people. Uh, so I think that in, in order for you to, you know, stay 
you know, relevant in this industry, you have to continually to be reading, uh, reading the articles that come out, you know, whether it's your Nolan articles, whether it's your AOCA, uh, you all to know a newsletter that comes out, whether it's listening to the Nolan podcast or listening to the quick loop expert podcast, staying up to date with these things, because most of those things that you're going to find in those are people that are addressing problems or issues that they've already been facing. And so you may be able to learn from them and avoid having to go through that yourself. Uh, so I think it's just, uh, you know, it's just very critical once again, to stay on top of all the industry trends. Uh, some of the biggest challenges I still feel is right now is I think there's still some concern with the supply chain, nothing like it was. I think it's, you know, it, it's, you know, it's improved, you know, two, three fold from what, what we went through. Uh, the labor market is still a little bit challenged in some areas. In, in some of the rural secondary markets we operate in, we're we're doing really well. Some of the larger cities we is still a challenge with that. So you you got to be thinking of outside the box on. So what what do you need to do to attract the right team members? What do you have to do to keep to retain them? And, and I think that's some of the things that you can learn from other operators that are doing it successful. That's things you can learn from other mistakes that other people have made by that. Um, you know, we still have the, the, you know, the EV, the electric vehicles that are, that are, you know, we're hearing so much about and all this. So, you know, that's something that we just need to stay on top of. Um, I'm of the opinion that it, the sky's not falling. I think that there are many years of still service in the internal combustion engine. Uh, but I do think it's something that we need to stay involved because they are more electric vehicles on the road. We see some of those come in our shop. And now what do we do when one of those come in? They don't need an oil change, uh, but maybe they need some tire pressure. Maybe they need, uh, you know, wiper blades. Maybe they need, you know, washer fluid. You know, there are things that you can service, but the only way you're going to know that is if you're staying up to date on the industry trends, reading, learning, and, and being prepared when somebody pulls on your lot with an electric vehicle, you say, oh, yeah, I've, I've read about that. I understand that a little bit better. So those are a few things that I'm seeing out there. But uh, once again, I think as a whole, uh, we're all facing the similar to the same challenges, um, and it seems like we're, we're navigating through them pretty well. And in the vein of that question, just broadly speaking, what kind of advice would you offer to quick loop operators who are navigating a lot of these challenges? Once again, I think that the biggest thing I could say is don't stay on the island. I mean, so many times I think what happens is as owners and operators, we get so consumed with what we're facing that we feel like we're on that island all by ourselves. And that's a terrible place to be because when when you're on that island by yourself, it does seem like the sky's falling sometimes. It does feel like the waves are crashing in on you. Uh, I want to encourage people to to reach out. I mean, it's it's amazing when, when people call me, and sometimes people get a false impression, and you know, because maybe I've, I've bought a podcast and because you know I'm featured in the magazine from time to time that they think, oh, my goodness, this guy's got it all figured out and everything's going great. And then all of a sudden when they, we start talking and I start saying, oh, yeah, i got that same problem you got. And they're saying, really? I thought I was the only one that had that problem. And it's not that they're glad that I've got the problem, but it does make you feel like, well, it's not just me. So I think that, uh, you know, get involved, you know, get involved in this industry, get involved with your vendors, with those relationships, get involved with uh, the, your trade magazine, Nolan, you know, get involved with your association, get involved with any of these resources, continue to build your network and, and just reach out because if you're not talking to other people, uh, it's good to have some people to benchmark with. I mean, I've got a group of people that calls me and I've got a group of people that I call when things change. When gas prices spiked here a few months ago and, and in the past when that happened, we knew what happened. You know, car counts declined drastically when that happened. So all of a sudden when gas price starts going up, 
you know, I've got a group of people that are either emailing us through the community or they're calling me, texting me, and they're saying, hey, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What do you feel about that? And we just kind of talk through it and we're able to work through and come up with solutions together. You know, I think that we're stronger as a team. And, and I think that as we, if we look at it from that perspective, that if we all work together, the, the quick loop industry, we have to work together as a team because if someone has a bad experience at a quick loop, and it doesn't matter what the name of that quick loop is or, or the location, if there's an expose on a quick loop that done a, a bad job or done something wrong, all of a sudden when people start hearing it, seeing it, they associate it with every quick loop. So all of a sudden I didn't have anything to do with it, but they say that's the way those quick loops are. That's the reason you can't go to them. So I think it's very important that we as owners and operators that we, we stick together. Are we going to be competitive sometimes? Are we going to compete with one another? Sometimes? There are going to be times that we are, but I think that we do better by, you know, networking together, sticking together, helping one another be successful. So we're successful as a whole. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. If you enjoyed today's interview, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. That way, you'll never miss an upcoming episode. Follow Nolan on Facebook and Twitter, and visit nolan.net for more. I'm digital editor Hannah Bubser, and I'll talk to you more soon.